Welcome to Minds at Yerk. I'm Tim. Wait, have I lost everyone's audio? Yeah. Shit. I was like, what happened? That's... Okay, good. <laughs> oh, just gonna, there it is. It's just okay. going to hang me out to dry there. Just... What's up? <laughs> oh, just, I'll be the only one to say my name. I mean, that would have been a fun bit. I regret not having done that as a bit. <laughs> My name is Alex. <laughs> I think we should just roll with this. <laughs> uh, which one are we doing? Are we actually saying names? I'm Megan. <laughs> and I'm Jenna. Off to a great start this week. <laughs> it must be a Tim episode. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, we are in the middle of doing our Yerk-adjacent media, so we watched the movie Slither this week. So, in honor of that, the Tim building questions go with that theme. Alex. Tim. What is your favorite movie alien? Mm, you had to say movie. I was prepared to say Alf. Yeah. There was an ALF movie, yeah, I was going to say, there, there had to have been an ALF movie. There's no I way. I feel like it, the ALF finale was released as a TV movie. ALF, the Christmas special or something. I'm going to say Gordon Shumway. Okay. All right. Good. The ALF movie came out in 1996. Correct. <laughs> Jesus. Meg. Mm-hmm? What is your favorite asteroid movie? <sighs> Deep Impact. Oh. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> Armageddon was too easy an answer. I, no, legit, Armageddon was the only one that I could think of. Armageddon, no. Gordon Freeman, awful. Gordon Freeman, Gordon Shumway. Gordon, uh, who is Gordon Freeman? Deep I think Gordon Freeman's a video game character. <laughs> oh my god, God in Bruce Morgan Almighty, Freeman, Morgan. <laughs> I didn't know if that's who you were talking about or not. <laughs> That's who I meant. I had the vowel sounds right, okay? (laughs) I just woke up from a nap. I needed a longer one. I took the one I could. Because Tim joined the meeting ten minutes early. Yeah, I completely messed everything up. (laughs) Jenna. Yeah. What is your favorite hillbilly town in a movie? Mm, None. None of them. None of them. Because they all get it wrong. And I hate them. What is your favorite hillbilly town IRL? Wait, I may want to change my answer. Does Psycho Gorman count as an asteroid movie? Ooh. I'm gonna, just because I really like that movie, so I'm going to I'm going to accept that as an answer. I guess, because cool. I'm the judges now of this game Psycho show. Psycho Gorman Freeman. Psycho- <laughs> I I do have a feeling that you saying Gordon or whatever is what sparked that remembrance of that movie. So you can have Happy that. to help. Okay. So what is Jenna's favorite IRL hillbilly town? Oh, God. Probably, like, it's a tie between Huntington, West Virginia and Winchester, Virginia. Really straddling the Mason-Dixon line there, huh? I know, it's either above or below, one of the two. What, what's in Winchester? I know what Huntington is. Um, first of all, it's called Winchester. Isn't that what uh, I said? Uh, uh, I was going to ask oh. if there was no, yeah, anything beyond the, that's the, the that's, supernatural. That's, that's, that's cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but also, it's this really cute little tiny itty-bitty town that has uh, the, the original White Castle in it. Snow White Burger. Oh, cool. And it's just fun to visit. So many dogs. Dogs and southern accents and nice people. It's weird. <laughs> Snow White Burger is the original White Castle? What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's called Snow White. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's still called Snow White, actually. If you go I there. knew that and I still don't know how I know that. It's got to be a reference in a movie somewhere. Probably. Sleeping Beauty. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say Harold and Kumar, but like. That may maybe. be honestly all it is. <laughs> Enchanted. I think we got different ideas of movies here, Alex. 
But I think we're learning. I am naming actual movies. What do you want from me? I think we're kind of getting an idea of what kind of movies Alex likes versus what we made him watch. Yeah. I didn't say cats. (laughs) You are correct. You did not say cats. There is no Snow White Burger in Cats. Well, now we know what to put in the sequel. Yeah, I'm going to go back and watch very closely. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I'm not going to watch that closely. So I will recap the movie Slither for you now. I, I hold on before before Tim recaps. I need to set the scene for Tim's recap. Uh, to note two things: one, Tim had to fight a cat to be able to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Did I almost had that guess that cat guest star on our episode? But she wormed her way into a box that I still haven't figured out how she did that. So. Cat cat this... kept taking notepad and like aggressively challenging me for the dominance over <laughs> the I notepad. I don't just mean laying on it, which she did, but Tim would pick it up to make a note and she would take her two front paws and grab either side of the corner and push it back down. So today she has learned that kitchen counter that we occasionally put her on is connected to bar counter that she can jump on. And the existential crisis I saw this cat have, as she looked down, looked at me, looked down, touched it, got down off the bar, walked around and looked at me in the kitchen and walked away to have a moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, they were what connected the, the whole time. Yes. So, I've come to the conclusion our cat is a scientist, and thus she was trying to take notes for you. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Or on the human behavior. The second thing I would like to note is the diligence with which Tim would, like, hunch over and scribble a note. (laughs) Like Jane Goodall observing gorillas, and then set it back down and go back to normal. With... What I'm expecting is that this summary is actually just a list of things we said the entire time, (laughs) rather than a movie. Honestly, I'm kind of hopeful because I feel like I was funnier last night than I'm going to be tonight. (laughs) I did tell you, which I don't think is saying much. You did, and you know what? I'm going to say now I've probably failed at that. (laughs) Oh no! Malcolm Reynolds is a sheriff in a car while an Armageddon asteroid heads towards what looks like Woodstock, Georgia, based on the appearance of its residents. Yandu is creepy and gets shot in the chest by a yerk. We'll call him Arby's because he has the meats. He begins nesting in the basement. Yandu Arby's puts a lock on the door to the basement. Elizabeth Banks, Starla, doesn't trust it. Yandu sprouts chest tentacles. But deer cheer starts in an hour and he promised. Yandu tentacles Brenda... Starla finds Yandu, and he's having a bit of a reaction. Elizabeth Banks, Starla, smashes the lock off the basement and finds much death, which is where Yandu is harvesting meat to feed Brenda. Yandu has gone full monster. Mal shows up with the whole department to save Starla while monster Yandu runs off. Yandu is eating all the animals, so Mal forms a posse. The posse sees Yandu, and he's gone and turned into something from Akira. Starla tries to talk to the Yandalite, but he splits a guy with his tail blade. Mal and the gang find a cabin and an inflated Brenda, and, and an in- inflated Brenda. <laughs> yes, and an inflated Brenda in it. Brenda pops, and Yurks get loose. They go in through Brendiata. They go in through your mouth. The Yerks are going after Otis's kids. Older daughter hides in the truck, but the rest of the family is toast. The Yerks are all hive-mindy. Mal finds the older daughter. The controllers spit acid. Starla starts stacking up bodies and gets in the car with Mal, the mayor, and the daughter. There is no Mr. Bibb. They figure out it's one enemy with many faces. Jenna Fisher has a truck hit them, and then it's full-on Night of the Living Dead. Chekhov's grenade, which I forgot to mention earlier, 
is in the station. <laughs> Mal is going to go get it. Best joke ever <laughs> Mal has to fight a Yerk deer and is saved by the daughter. The Yerks are going to do some ritual with Elizabeth Banks, Starla. The mayor finally beefs it. Starla grabs a super sharp hairbrush. People are physically joining with Yondu. Starla's hairbrush stabs Yondu in the face. Mal loses the grenade twice, and it blows up in the pool. Mal pumps Yondu full of propane, and Starla shoots him and he explodes, and then all the controllers lose their internet connection. The three people alive in this town walk to Bishopville, then a cat finds a Yerk stinger. Here's the one problem I have with your summary, Tim. I have a question about you, it, too. You named the character Yondu, mm-hmm. but there is actually no possible joke name that is funnier than his actual name in the script. Grant? He is Grant Grant. Grant Grant. Is that what it was, Grant, really? Grant Grant. Yes. Yes. Oh, legit. He is I Grant that... Grant. I thought that was a goof. Are you kidding? No, I, mean, no, I missed that. Goof, <laughs> no, 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 I goof. missed it. <laughs> Tim. I, I just said Grant the whole time. I just assumed that was his first Brenda. name. Some people called him Grant by his first name. Some people addressed him politely as Mr. Grant. Someone mentioned that he is, has the same first and yes. last name. Brenda takes him out to the tree where there's the heart. Her initials are BM, which cracks him up. Okay. And then he's, she's like, at least my name is not the same name twice. No, I, he made the BM joke, and then I stopped to take notes. Ah. So, no, I did not. Notes on how to improve your type 5? Because I didn't hear a reference to that in your summary. No. <laughs> I didn't reference Grant Grant or the BM. In fact, uh, when when Meg at one point hit pause because pizza arrived, we made the mistake of trying to eat and watch this at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Oh to be fair, if we had eaten in the first half, we would have been f- better. But it was <laughs> no, like the food, pizza arrived. Food got there as Brenda food. showed up on screen. <laughs> yeah. As Brenda was about to explode. Did you say tentacle fondle Brenda? No. Okay. I no. only heard that and then was like, Nobody else is laughing. I don't think I heard that right. <laughs> I just I said that he tentacled Brenda. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because tentacle is is a verb. In fact, I believe you even said it in the present tense, so it was Yandu tentacles Brenda. <laughs> yes, I might have. Okay. So did y'all like this movie? Eh. Okay. We knew that was going to be Alex's yeah. reaction. Either eh or I fucking hated it. One of the two. Was it scary at all? No. I, no. That was I mean, more for Alex. Were... Oh, okay. Um, I dissociated through it a little bit. That's just fair. like I turned off any fear or flinch response and just went along for the ride. Okay. It is not the kind of horror movie I actively hate. Like I can hang with a monster movie. And this is basically like a bee monster movie. I can hang with that. You're not going to get me to sit down and watch Saw for this or any podcast. Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah, it, it's hard for me to view this as anything other than a comedy. I agree. Yeah, yeah. and that helped. Yeah. <laughs> so I, re- I rewatched this with my earbuds in, and they're like noise canceling and everything. So there were a couple of moments <laughs> where I could hear nothing going on in my house or at work, and I was oh, just no. like... The the jump scare happens, and I literally screamed. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. No, we're fine. It's fine. This is fine. Tentacles. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what about you, Meg? Did you enjoy the movie? Uh, Yeah. Not as much as I did when I was a kid, probably, but it was good. Yeah. I think that's fair. Some of it hasn't... Yeah, it hasn't aged all that great. I don't know that I would say that in... in, in really kind of a I don't think it's it aged has... poorly like Yeah, it's it's just it's not as not as funny as it was maybe yeah. the first time I saw it. I definitely it think it's a lord humor that that yeah. you need to it just needs to be funny the first time and then it's not yeah. after that. Would you compare this to Animorphs? 
or do you think it was? I mean, called the damn thing an andalite, and I couldn't see anything else. The whole yeah, yeah time. that's why he got I, called I speci- the the andalite is because as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> I specifically feel like he's an andalite halfway morphed into a Texan. So it's Visor yeah. Three who fucked up. Yeah, I I feel like this gets the aesthetic of animorphs right. Mm-hmm. Like. The but, other thing that came up while we were watching it was all the, like, bone-crunching noises in the first act while he was yeah. transforming. Mm-hmm. And, like, the very Animorphs, you can hear it, and you can feel that it's happening, but not any sensation. So you just know it should hurt, but it doesn't. The way that the aliens, I guess, spread, or alien, I guess I should say, since it's sort of one entity, or at least that's the way they sort of... How would you sort of compare that to Animorphs versus the way the Yurks are and then the way this thing is? This is more like Father than like the Yurks. Yeah, no, that's a good that's comparison. Fair. Yeah. It's like a little Father-Yurk hybrid monster thing. It's, spoilers for the last Animorphs book if you're listening <laughs> to us out of order, it's <laughs> the shit they fight at the end of the last Animorphs book. The one. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, one. absolutely. Absolutely. No, I didn't even think about that when we were watching it, but that is, that's a really uh, good comparison. Like, I always imagine that as, like, scary in a different way, like a powerful kind of scary, not a gross kind of scary, but you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is no evidence to say that that's wrong, and I'm so mad now. <laughs> honestly, honestly, me too. I am mad at myself for that one. Also, Chris, if you're listening and you make it to book 54, I mean, we already have a movie for you to watch. <laughs> the, my favorite line in the whole movie was when the mayor sees one of these little slithery monsters enter a person through the mouth. And he yells out, what kind of thing wants you to eat it? <laughs> that, that really like sat with me the rest of the movie. It's a good point. It's a good point, Mr. Mayor. Let's get you a Mr. Pib. Tim watched this movie and became a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who was your who was your favorite character? Oh, the guy whose name I couldn't remember. Elizabeth Banks, because Elizabeth Banks. That's a fair reason. That's a fair I will accept that. The guy whose name you couldn't remember. Yeah. I went, that's that guy. And then he died. He's like the first person when they were deer hunting. And he was like, you gotta stop. And he just whipped him in the face. Oh, that was oh, yeah, Trucker Hat. looks like he's wearing, a, Vincent yeah. D'Onofrio is wearing a skin. Yeah. Wait, what? That guy. He looks like Vincent D'Onofrio is wearing his skin. An Edgar suit? Yeah. So Trucker Hat was your favorite character? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Who is your least favorite character? Did Tim or Jen answer the last no. question? No, because I'm like really I'm like grilled. But yeah, no, I'm like blown away by Trucker Hat. I really want to know who the 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 opposite of Trucker Hat was. I'll move on to everybody else in a minute. Oh my god, the anti Trucker. Yeah, who is the anti Trucker Hat? <laughs> I was thinking I should respond with off brand David Tennant, and then I said that, and I was like, well, the answer is James Gunn is off brand David Tennant. <laughs> There's no other answer available. I like that more than one of us looked at him and saw, that's (laughs) off-brand David Tennant. Uh, What about you, Jen? Favorite, least favorite? Uh, My favorite character is probably Holly. Um, and least favorite is the conglomeration that Grant turns into with all the people <laughs> and things sticking out of him because that's fucking nasty. Oh. So there's they, they actually I don't know if you went to the IMDb page, but they are actually credited as diseased Grant one, diseased Grant two, and diseased Grant three. Nice. Yeah. Diseased Grant, diseased Grant, Grant, diseased Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were—they weren't numbers. They were well, they were numbers, but they were little exponents at the top. Um, what, are, Alex? Oh, did to you the have... first, to the second. <laughs> Diseased Grant squared. Diseased <laughs> yeah. Grant cubed. Yeah. It sounded like it sounded like you were starting a dance, like the Cupid no, Shuffle you or said something. It's grant one. It's Grant to the first power. So Grant to the second. Grant Prime. <laughs> yeah. W- w- did you have favorite, least favorite, Alex? 
You said Elizabeth uh, well, Banks. Already, yeah. already said Elizabeth Banks. Um, and why was that again? Because Elizabeth Banks. Okay, just making sure. I mean, she's just always good at it what she does. Was just teasing. Honestly, the mayor. The mayor yeah, was. I, I, I was. Yeah. I was waiting for that. I figured that's who you were. Yeah. Um. Which was Holly the the other police officer? Jennifer. No, she's the. No. Which one was Holly? She's 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 the the kid that he picks up at the end. Though. Oh, that that her name was Holly. Okay. Yeah. All right. The other sheriff was Margaret. Yeah. Margaret. Okay. I do love Margaret. My favorite is always going to be Nathan Fillion and just about everything, though. That's right. Yeah. That sounds that sounds on brand. For you <laughs> yeah. <too>. Yeah. <laughs> and um, who was your least favorite? Hmm, that's kind of tough. I enjoy this movie a lot. Mm. And you think every character was super wonderful I and do. great? I do. No. <laughs> you just don't want to be mean. Well, it, so like, the mayor did suck. But he sucked in a way that was funny to me. So I'm not going to say that he was my least favorite character. But he's the character you most wanted to die, right? Uh, yeah. That may be a better fair. way of asking. Yeah, that. that might yeah. be that might be fair. Yeah, yeah. No, he he needed to be fit. when yeah. Billy just like pop. <laughs> but his his <laughs> his tirade uh, in the about Lyme disease in the sheriff uh, the sheriff's office or police station, whatever we call it, was fantastic. I fucking love that moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, and all the police officers just sitting around making fun of him, and he's just you know cannot tolerate any of it. Just it's that wonderful. Whole, get a little bit of deer poop on your hands. That does not work as well post-COVID. Just, I'm sorry. I actually really like his Dr. Pep or Mr. Pibrant because it really felt like a, that um, Zombieland might've been doing an homage to this indie movie, which is now my headcanon. <laughs> The the Twinkie tirade? Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are like the most realistic moments in yeah. any disaster yeah. or horror movie. Like, like the goddamn, little thing he hates that fucking sets you every off. Every other Coke product. <laughs> and he just wants a fucking Coke. I get that. I get that. I still stand by my headcanon, which is that at the end of this, when Nathan Fillion gets stabbed with the stinger and then pulls it out of him and this like, foamy liquid comes out and he walks away 10 miles to the next town that he had in fact been saved by the Mr. Pibb he was bogarting from the sheriff. <laughs> That's true. And that Grant Grant stabbed the Mr. Pibb. Uh, I do like that. I was just thinking how a couple years ago there was another like small town sheriff movie but it was zombies rather than alien zombies. It was actual zombies. And it was not as good. That's all I was thinking about. Are you talking about the dead don't die? <laughs> yes. Fuck that. Look, I love. I love me some Bill. I love him. I, I love loved death. So many people in that movie, and I that movie was so fucking boring. Hate that fucking movie. It is <laughs> Thank so you. fucking stupid. Right? Oh my god! It's not bizarre. It's just dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> Anyways, hate it. I just was thinking about how um, Nathan Fillion plays this kind of. Almost cliche small town. I don't mm-hmm. want to be a sheriff, but I am very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And th- the only other movie I could think of was The Dead Don't Die. Yeah. I mean, his whole thing in this movie is he has spent since the moment he narked on Starla for wanting to run away to L.A., regretting not running away to L.A. with Starla. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is his entire character in this <laughs> yeah. movie. Which makes her line at the end, bet you wish now you'd <laughs> gone to L.A. with me. So much, so, like, so fantastic. Yeah. Um, his response when he watches that guy go and join Yondu, I just really relate to that guy. Like, that that would be such my response to just look up and be like, well, that's some fucked up shit. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> nothing else to add to that. That was pretty screwed up what I just witnessed. That's going to be my new euphemism whenever someone dies. Yeah, he went to join Yondu. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, I kind of love that. Is like the perfect joining of like James Gunn does that sarcastic, mm-hmm. dumbass shit all the time, and it's it's wonderful. 
but Nathan Fillion is the king at delivering that shit. So them together is stupid. I love <laughs> I'd really like them to. Is he in the new Suicide Squad? I would be or, surprised if he doesn't at least so. have a bit part in it, though. Oh, I was going to say, I, I'd love to see him show up in Guardians, but then I was. There was a character that, for whatever reason, now that's all I can see. Like the really, like, black and white hero. It'll hit me. Please who, tell me you're talking about Zebra Man. I don't know. I don't know enough about DC <laughs> Comics. Um, anyways, now I can only see his face, and I'm going to have to go look at the poster later to see who I'm talking about. I don't remember seeing a Zebra like... Man in any of the stuff I've seen. And now I may have just missed him, but I I don't know if Zebra Man is in the Suicide <laughs> Squad. I have that honestly a like I watched the first say. trailer and I've been been ignoring any more. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um he was in the uh It's John Cena's uh, Tom character. Taylor run. Oh, it's that's John Cena's character who I was thinking about. Yes. Peacemaker. Yeah. They could make Nathan Fillion King Jason of Spartax in a Guardians movie. Wasn't he was in, in the comics? He was in Guardians. Oh, was he? Yeah, that's right. He was. He was in Guardians. Hey, is this real? Is this real at all? New Suicide Squad trailer confirms Nathan Fillion playing Arm Fall Off Boy. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I. That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't surprise me if he was in there somewhere. Here's the great thing about all the coverage of that movie. Anything could be true, and anything could be someone's batshit made-up theory. <laughs> Danny DeVito appears as Bouncing Boy? Yeah. Sure. Yep. Um, yo, and in the trailer, he's drinking a pib. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> this is, this is good shit. Right, I'm going to stop. Okay, no, I wouldn't be surprised. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did not mean to put I am that. very excited for that. Yeah. This is like, this is movie number three in the Pib trilogy that nobody knew was a trilogy. <laughs> because Michael Rooker's I would just love like that. staring at it. It's <laughs> like... The Pibbage. Th- that's his Pib. <laughs> oh, that's so much fun. Oh, I want to know why The Dead Don't Die was so bad. I never saw it. It's, it's not relevant to, to Animorphs. We can talk about that another time. So but there are time. aliens, so yeah. What is dead may never zombies? die. It's in the end, yeah. Oh shit! I I am not kidding when I say like they hit the point where I think it was Adam Driver goes because it's in the script, and I yeah. was like, no, oh. I'm so fucking. I checked I, out of this movie so hard at that point. I went to the theaters and I was like, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave right now. Yeah, I it swear was, to God. I got an Alamo Draft House uh, monthly pass where I paid a fixed price and got a ticket every day and that was the first movie i saw on that i was like this is a bad omen because it was so bad no oh. yeah but the end is the tilda swinton thing oh i do remember that i do yeah. remember that you are correct uh, it is aliens i apologize this movie is just like slither but worse so that's what we're doing next episode <laughs> no absolutely not. fucking I not i will never watch it again and i will never make anyone else watch it like, I fucking love Adam Driver. Like, yeah. he, I have a group chat with two of my very close friends that has been a picture of Adam Driver, and it changes every so often, even when we switch platforms that the chat's in. So, like, I'm so upset that I hate this movie, but it's so bad. Yeah, it's Adam Driver and Bill Murray. I mean, it how should can be you so good. Bad? I did not realize that the Bill you were talking about was Bill Murray. Who did you yeah. think? I don't know. I was Bill running. Bill Skarsgård. Uh, no. The, just... the Bill from True Blood was the first one to pop into my mind, and then oh, I wondered. Suck it. Yeah, <laughs> I wondered if he was the sheriff. No, no. So no, it's just sir. random bills going through my mind. But if we do want to keep talking about shitty southern accents, that's fine. Because it seems to be like let's pick the movies that will piss Jenna off the most by hearing them. Did we? Who had a bad accent in this? Everyone. <laughs> I was not paying attention. Apparently, we had a terrible accent. You can tell that no one is southern. Most of them are not even from here. Go away. Michael Rooker, only one with a real accent. No. Maybe that's what I focused on more than anything. Yeah. Nathan Fillion's southern accent was like close enough to make you really wish he could close the gap. <laughs> But yes. still on the other side of the gap. What's great like, is that it was like the midpoint between the b- 
between Malcolm Reynolds and the psycho god preacher killer dude that he played in Buffy. It was exactly the middle point. Here are some people that I forgot were in The Dead Don't Die. Tom Waits. <laughs> yeah. Steve Buscemi. Danny Glover. A bunch of kids whose names I recognize, but I don't want to butcher. Rosie Perez. This movie should have been so good. It had so many good people in it. Carol Kane. <sighs> Anyways. I, I saw this movie a while back. It had Judy Dench and <laughs> yes. Ian McKellen. You saw another movie uh. after Cats? <laughs> no, that was the one. The, the difference is we said it should have been good. Yeah. <laughs> we knew Cats wasn't going to be good. No. It, it wasn't good. It jumped straight into amazing. It just flew right past yes. good. Um, I feel right. like I don't believe you when you say that, because how many times have you seen this? Only once? Yeah. If Alex is I've that, seen it six times. <laughs> I'm an expert. Oh, I believe that. Don't brag. Don't I believe brag. that. That's not, a, that's not a thing to brag about. I feel like that's maybe yeah, why Inanna didn't hang out with you yesterday. She was like, mm, that man has crossed the number of times you can watch cats. <laughs> I have not watched cats in the time Inanna has existed in this world. Damn it. It was a bet. I took it. My last cat's viewing was, I believe, in November. Ah, you are overdue. I am. Well, we were talking about making that an annual thing. Yeah. I think specifically we were talking about dragging Tim to a musical <laughs> annually. That's true. <laughs> but if you want an annual cat's viewing, I'm down. He's meow. <laughs> I honestly don't know which is better and which is worse. We just make it a double feature, cats and something else. That I will get on board with. Wasn't it supposed to be in the Heights? Yes. I think that's what it was supposed to be. It was. And well, at Christmas it's going to be West Side Story. So I'll finally get the jokes about the snapping that I've always made but never gotten before. Probably. Yes. So if we're doing this that means we're doing both West Side Stories. Right? Oh, yeah. We can just do the new one and cats. Oh no, I'm in, I'm in for doing the old one too. It All right, then it's going to be an Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be West Side Story, cats, West Side Story. Oh lord. Yeah, I'll set aside a whole day. We've got to we've got to draw that jellical buffer so they don't <laughs> merge in Tim's mind. It goes cookie, heavy side layer, cookie. So somebody somebody text me like within the last fifteen minutes of cats, and I'll come over. <laughs> I will text you 15 minutes before cats to start. No. Got it. Nope, 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 nope. I will know that trick. Sorry. Have you? Have you? Jen seen... and I are playing a new game. It's called Cats Me If You Can. <laughs> no. Now she. Now she wants to play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cats Me Outside. How about that? No, it's it's straight up called Cats Me If You Can. It's gonna go across every fucking podcast that we ever record together. Oh, and anytime we hang and out, every continent. Me, but if I catch you, no. <laughs> if you catch me, you spray me with a water bottle. Is this like turn, gonna turn into like a big game of spy versus spy? Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, I'm thinking assassins. Never mind. Or this that. is this is taking the concept of rickrolling someone to an entirely <laughs> new, terrifying level. Oh, I cannot oh. wait. You're going to be at some sort of public event, and then Katz is going to come on the big screen, and Alex is just going to, like, whatever Alex does for victory. I don't even know what you would do. You don't seem like the... It's because the, I never win. <laughs> he wouldn't chuckle politely. You don't seem politely. like the yeller. Yeah, that sounds like Alex. You're like, I got you. Um, Ugh. yeah, it's going to reach the point where I'll be like, hey, Jin, I wound up with these tickets to the World Series. You want to go? And Jin will be like, no, because you somehow paid them off to play cats on the Jumbotron. And also, who's it's playing? The it's the Series. Tigers. And no. <laughs> Mike's like, I'll, I'll go sit through cats if I can watch the World Series at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely not. Have you have you seen Cats, Jenna? No. What? I'm not going to. What? I watched three seconds of one trailer and I'm not hey, watching more. Hey, Jen. Yes, mm. you will. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I win this one. 
There's no time limit. Yeah, oh my, my god. dad. Oh my god, your dad bed. He's gonna come in. And <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna show it at the There funeral. will be a choir <laughs> singing memory. Largest coral arrangement of Macavity the Mystery Cat is. I hope I never find out. There's, there's... Jin is immortal now. <laughs> there's, there's something really fun about the idea of Alex getting into the Guinness Book of World Records for some cats related thing that Most he did. Attempts at no. forcing cats. <laughs> Person who likes cats the most. <laughs> I don't know. I got a couple friends that are up there too. Oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like the thing truly keeping me from actually attaining that record is not being a furry. If I were a furry, I'd have that locked down, I'm sure. What's even better is that your mic did that thing where sometimes it gets really close and stuff. And so it was like the only thing that was stopping me is not being a furry. <laughs> <laughs> because then if I was I'd be unstoppable <laughs> it was wonderful like couldn't have timed excellent <laughs> could not have timed that better I've I've got another question okay. alright who wins in a Elamist versus Krayak esque battle to take over the universe the aliens from the host Oh god. Or the alien from Slither. Hold on, I have to go. Jin just reenacted the Grinch having a terrible, awful, evil plan. I have to go write this fanfiction. <laughs> oh, are you are you married to the word fanfiction on this one? Is that where you're leaving this? <laughs> it is interesting because the alien in Slither is essentially one alien that then spawns all of his creatures onto a planet for it to destroy and then goes to the next planet. And the souls and the hosts go from planet to planet fixing planets. They're not doing anything different. They're just approaching it very differently. <laughs> one is chaotic evil. The other is lawful good neutral. I would go with lawful good over lawful neutral. Yeah, I would I would have to say neutral. I think they definitely think they're lawful good. Uh, that I'd agree with. Yeah. That I'd agree with. Yandu delusional. Yes. Yan, Yandu wins though. I don't know. Cuz uh, think about it this way. Yandu knows how to fight. There appears to be some anger within the souls. And the worlds they conquered, they don't destroy. So, Yandu monster, Yandelite, whatever, <laughs> falls to planet with souls on it souls can call and be like hey we got shit can you come from all these planets and help and shoot yondu dude from out of sky or well shoot from sky and kill guys did we just invent yurks versus andalite (laughs) (laughs) what i what i really want to see worse than anything is you have person person receives a soul and then immediately turns around and one of these little squid billies jumps in its mouth. You know what? I'd be fucking done. I'd be like, you guys, peace out. Have fun. Fight over the body. So Enjoy now, all of its aches and we pains. We from orbit. That's the only way to be sure. You kind of occasionally have to get a medication so that it works. But uh, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> It would be really interesting to see who's stronger. Yandu's control. But it's not just stronger, it's also smarter. No, I mean, yeah. like, the, the control of the person. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if if Squidbilly goes in mouth and Soul goes in, which one comes out on top? I don't know, because the Souls aren't a hive mind. Yeah. The Yandu monster is... If you'll remember, I sort of touched on this a little bit in People Morph 7. When, uh... I feel like we just got lectured in that <laughs> sentence. What the fuck? It was my college professor voice. Look, I, I'm sorry. I I'm going to, in this one scenario, defend Tim. <laughs> I think he absolutely can drop 
people morphs as a sacred text. I just like he's like been up here and been like, I just want to hear your thoughts. None of my students are answering the obvious question that I wrote this book already no. answering this goddamn question. So what is, what was the answer? Uh, if you remember, they went into some sort of like weird ether space where they appeared to be tangible and did battle. I would have to think it would be something along those lines. The astral plane. Yeah, they astral plane. Yes, astral yeah, plane. yeah. 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 I really want to see this now, though. The Yondu animals are essentially taxons. They're, like, as much as we're joking about how it looks like an Andalite sometimes and then looks half morph, their entire persona is taxon. Mm-hmm. Meat. It's hive mind eat. Meat. It may not even be as educated as the taxon, well... Tax and controllers are a little different, I guess. They also seem to take on some of the drive of their host. True. And they do get memories and senses and things like that, like a Yerk. So it is a very weird alien. So this story would end with somebody dropping a soul directly into Grant Grant while he's like the huge blob monster. Can you imagine being the sole volunteer for that no, job? Oh, that's got to be terrible. But I do think a soul would overpower the Grant Grant easily. I don't yeah, think it, it'd be a fight like with whatever her name was. Atonement Girl. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was her name in the... I remember Wanda. I don't remember the actual host. Uh, I remember Wanderer. I don't was it remember. Melanie? Yes. Was it? Okay. It's like, yeah. I remember a Mel, yeah. but that may be very wrong. Yeah. No, it was Melanie. Thanks, Jenna. All right. So, so squid billy monsters would overpower the individual soul, but if the soul could get into the main source, mm-hmm. then the, the host yurks, pretty yurks, shiny yurks would win. And thus do not kill all the humans, maybe. Yeah. They do seem like they would be mortal enemies for all the reasons that you just said, though. Like the 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 completely different ways of almost doing the exact same thing, but doing the exact opposite thing at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which alien is most likely to come to Earth? Oh, definitely the oh. nasty slug. Boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Legit. Yeah. Like all he did That's was our like look after twenty 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 one. He just he he he. Chucked a piece of himself in a rock and then threw it. Yep. And then wherever it landed, it landed. Actually, I wonder how big he got to heave that rock. I wonder if he got like the size of the planet. Planet He may eventually eat the planet. Yeah, he may. Then again, they were only eating meat. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, I wonder if, if his body on whatever planet he's on dies if he runs out of meat. That or if, like, I can't, I don't know, seven million bodies eventually piled up on each other. Yeah, with well, animals with, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because he took the deer too, so it's, he's not picky. And the cat, don't forget the cat. That's true, okay. the cat at the end. <laughs> yeah. Is it possible to get too heavy having everybody an animal in the world <laughs> in one giant spot? Oh, yeah, I bet it is. Would that knock I mean, the square off? cube theory would say yes, absolutely. I feel like that's a question I need to ask Hank Green. <laughs> so he would he would throw the Earth out of out of its orbit? That's what I'm wondering if he does to planets, and that's why he leaves. Or, like, it's the planet falling I mean... out of orbit! And so he shucks <laughs> a piece of himself at the next planet. <laughs> I don't think he would knock the planet out of orbit, because... We've seen one. His mass as the conjoins spreads. It doesn't pile up so much. So that you're not adding that. mass to the world by having everybody like walk up to the outer edge and slurp right into it. But what if at some point they climb up on and like we don't have enough bodies to tell? I hate that. Why would they climb up and over when they can just walk into and expand out? What if it took tries in several planets to learn that it has to spread out more. I like the idea of him building a that Yondu seems tower. Like more, work, more work. 
This is, I, I think that. Of course you do, Tim. I, no, I think that Yandu Tim. slowly elevates the whole time as Tim, people get underneath Tim. him. Tim, I'm going to, uh, with two words, refute your point. Okay. Meet Spire. Ew. I don't like that. Yeah. Mm. That was the point. Yeah. Throne of beef. So squelchy. Also the smell as any of that meat starts to The worst smell I've had... Yeah? ...was uh, when I, right out of college, did not know you can't store potatoes in plastic containers. Oh, no! And put some potatoes in a plastic bin in the pantry. Oh, Oh, bud. Oh, no, no. For, like, two months. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. No, no, no. (laughs) Jin has turned into a TikTok. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) What if... What if... Okay. Okay. So, he consumes all the meat, and then the meat comes and joins him, and becomes a big meat blob. What if there's, like, a Pokemon, like, theory, like, he evolves into the next stage after he consumes all the meats? That is a good question. Alex? There are no Pokemon that evolve by consuming all the meat. Maybe. That we know of yet. Yet. (laughs) The... Maybe Eevee just has to eat a lot of meat. We just haven't figured out how much meat yet. (laughs) Eevee developed a taste for flesh. (laughs) Eevee evolved into Medion. Listen, the unicorn-looking Eevee scares me a little bit, okay? I wouldn't be surprised if that bitch eats some meat. I'm just saying, in Pokemon Go, you you grind them up to feed the other Pokemon, so... Yeah. It's candy. No, it's not. It's other Pokemon. We all know that. Yeah. I mean, you canonically have consumed the flesh of Pokemon since the second game when they introduced the idea of Slowpoke Tails as an edible food in that world for humans. The fuck? Okay. I'm not saying people don't eat Pokemon. (laughs) Pokemon I'm confused. Do I eat the candy and that's how it evolves? Pokemon, definitely. No, I okay. Candy to the Pokemon. Yeah, so, that's what I was talking about. I we weren't talking about humans eating Pokemon. We we're talking about Pokemon eating Pokemon. I think that Yandu sends out the the Squidbillies. The Squidbillies make the meat join Yandu. Yandu consumes himself down to nothing, and then at that point, he's got enough energy to evolve. Tim has introduced auto cannibalism yes. to the conversation yes. at the as we are recording pre-editing fifty-five minute forty-four second mark. As a reminder, taxons yeah. pretty much do that too. Yep. Yeah. I just wanted on the record that for once it wasn't <laughs> auto cannibalism. Or... Oh. oh god! What? Meg started to say vor and stopped. <laughs> no, I know. I got that too. jokes. <laughs> I fear the day we end up with having to use this audio and any audio where there's like a, for the record, minute reflection, because like, what the fuck court case are we in? <laughs> Jesus. I feel like it's it's more about like proving or disproving any one of our sanity to stand trial that for something. Oh, that man. I believe. Good. That's good. I can that see a fight breaking off. And, yes. Going to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> man would that get me out of work for a bit because let's talk about it then what if this is how they become souls no this is what if this is, yeah they evolve and they evolve into souls yeah no. this is like this is, this is like form. neanderthal yeah neanderthal souls no <laughs> It goes, it goes, Yandu, 200 years pass, they get robots' bodies in another galaxy. A few more hundred years pass, they become glowy tapeworms with lots of tentacles. I the cir- circle of life. That's how it works. Yeah. That's not a circle. It's either, the, it's either the circle of life or the rain cycle. It's definitely one of the two. I, I, I and love then how... the glowy ones have... The Slither ones? That's not a circle. That's evolution. <laughs> circle of life is about how the earth works. So oh my God. You, you just threw the shape argument at me that I did with the love triangle. You were still wrong about the love triangle. It's a love. <laughs> Diamonds? <laughs> I think it's an X. It's not an X. You're right. It's a Blair Witch site. What? <laughs> 
clearly it is a love the artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> Circle of life implies that somehow the souls become the slither ones again. That's all I'm saying. Here's what I'll say. Meg is absolutely right, and her argument makes complete sense. I understand exactly what she means. But it is too funny watching Tim ignore that for me to stop it. (laughs) Also, you're not editing, so you're like, man, I don't know. If they keep going, it's not my fault. Damn straight. I was very proud of myself when the credits started to roll, going, Tyler Bates, didn't he do the score for Guardians of the Galaxy as well? And he did. (laughs) It's almost like James Gunn likes to keep using the same people. That's what Tim said, verbatim. <laughs> Sorry, verbatim. Thank verbatim. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. But what about an animal fact, Alex? Animal fact. I have one. I definitely found it not as we were doing counting. <laughs> uh, this one's from the New York Times. Dated June 1st, 2021. Magic tricks may fool you, but these birds can see through them, Tim. Uh Uh-oh. I added the Tim because it sounded more pointed and I appreciated (laughs) that energy. I'm I'm just going to occasionally interject Tim throughout this, as though this article is calling Tim out specifically. I will act appropriately. Everyone let me know how you feel about that. (laughs) The coin is in the illusionist's left hand. Now it's in the right. Or is it Tim? Sleight-of-hand tricks are old standbys for magicians, street performers, and people who've had a little too much to drink at parties. Tim. <laughs> no, that, that one felt like a call-out. On humans, the deceptions work pretty well, but it turns out that birds don't always fall, fall for the same illusions, Tim. Researchers in a small study published on Monday in the Proceedings of National Academy of Sciences reported on Eurasian jays, Birds whose intelligence has long been studied by comparative psychologists. The Jays were not fooled, at least by tricks that rely on the viewer having certain expectations about how humans hand about how human hands work. However, they were fooled by another kind of trick, perhaps because of how their visual system is built. Magic tricks often play on expectations, says Elias Garcia Pellegrin, uh, a graduate student at the University of Cambridge who is the author of the study. That magic can reveal the viewer's assumptions suggests that tricks can be a way into understanding how other creatures see the world. For his J audience, Mr. Garcia Pellegrin performed three hand-to-hand tricks using worms. His illusions were also filmed and shown online to human volunteers. Tim. <laughs> the Jays were veterans of comparative psychology research and learned swiftly that they'd get the worm if they guessed correctly which hand it was in. No such reward was provided to human onlookers. Tim. Seems cruel not to give him a worm. <laughs> right? Yeah. The birds get one. They're more incentivized. <laughs> I like the idea that birds become veterans of research exper- experiments. They're just like sitting in the green room smoking. <laughs> Here we go again with this fucking Chris Angel bitch. <laughs> I don't even have fucking lips, but I did this experiment last week, so now I'm hooked. Last week, and now I'm hooked on these fucking things. Uh, two of the tricks, known as the palm transfer and the French drop, fell flat. Jen, as our resident magic expert, are you familiar with the palm transfer and the French drop? You were nodding your head. Yes. Do you have any insight as to why birds would not fall for these? I'll save it till the end. Ah, okay. Saving it for the prestige. Got it. Damn. We found that the birds weren't fooled at all, Mr. Garcia Pellegrin said. During the palm transfer, performers hold an object in their left palm and appear to drop it into their right. The object is actually clasped between the fingers of the left hand. Mr. Garcia Pellegrin is a bad magician, revealing how the trick works. Rude. The Jays usually picked the hand the worm started in. With the French drop, in which the worm is surreptitiously moved to the other hand, they usually picked that one. There is, I should say here, a gif of the bird picking the wrong hand. (laughs) Human observers relying on their understanding of how human hands work were deceived by Mr. Garcia Pellegrin's cues. The bird simply watched the worm and picked whichever hand they'd seen it in last, the researchers believed. The third trick, Jin, do you want to guess what the third trick that the bird saw through was? There's so many it could be. It'll get you through Disney. What? 
That would be the fast pass maneuver. Oh, okay. Jesus. I was like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> It'll get you through Disney. Magic Kingdom move? No, that's not a thing. Pickpocketing the Mickey? The monorail move? No. <laughs> the new Skyline? The monorail! <laughs> I'm sorry, we were looking for the all-star resort. Aww. The third trick, a fast pass maneuver that tosses the worm back and forth between hands at high speed, was surprisingly successful at fooling the Jays. But probably not for the same reasons the trick works in humans, Tim. <laughs> People are flummoxed by the speed with which the object flies back and forth. Jay's vision, on the other hand, is much better than ours when it comes to accurate perception at high speeds. But watching the trick required them to move their hands to keep up, sorry, move their heads to keep up, potentially switching between watching with one eye uh, and watching with two. In that moment of transition, they may have lost track of the worm and just chose the hand it started. So uh, there we go. Smart birds still fall for some magic. The article continues for a bit there. But, uh... I really thought that this was going to end with it being like, they're not fooled because they have fucking quantum eyes, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I, I actually almost didn't read this article because I was like, is this going to be about quantum perception <laughs> in birds? No. It's just sometimes birds blink. <laughs> the more you know, Tim. Starting next week, we're going to begin our watch through. Is a watch through a thing? I guess we're going to begin our watch through of the Animorphs TV show. So I can't wait. I'm not going to lie. I've been excited about this one for a while. So make sure you come back next, not next week, next fortnight. Next fortnight. Next fortnight. <laughs> to jump on that with us. <laughs> <laughs> Alex. Oh, I'm so upset that you can't see a dab through an audio medium. Because I just witnessed the best one ever. <laughs> Are you guys in on the dib-dab argument? N- no. What is the dib- Yes. What is the dib-dab okay. argument? So, because, like, that's a that's a dab, like, right? Like, yeah. People at home know what I'm doing. It's a dab. And then people are saying that this, putting your, your hand, making a finger gun and putting it to your chin is a dab, is a, is a dab. Posing dib. like an anime authority. <laughs> Sorry, I got old for a second. Do you um, do, do you do them at the same time? No. no. Oh, okay. a dip dab. They're saying that the smaller one with the finger on the chin thing is a dib. Because it's smaller than a dab. But like, what does that even mean? <laughs> because then it's the I same mean, amount of letters. And, but there's and also, there's a well documented. This, this is already a thing. This is already a thing. The small the dib is already a thing. It means lesbian in sign language. So stop it. It's the first thing I learned because <laughs> I wanted my cousin to teach me how to be a surreptitious gay. <laughs> They won't know. They'll know. They'll never know. How will they know? know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, TikTok has infected this show. And I feel like we're better for it. (laughs) Okay, but this is a well-documented phenomenon in human linguistics, where there are certain sounds that connotate specific meaning, even though there's no, like, linguistic basis for them. Um, the well-documented experiences where you've got, like, the two blobs, the soft blob and the spiky blob, and one is named, like, Kiki, and one is named, like, Bobo, and you're told, which you're told, okay, which one is Kiki and which one is Bobo, and, like, Tim, which one is Kiki and which one is Bobo? Kiki's gonna be the spiky one, and Bobo's gonna be the blobby one. Exactly. There's no reason for that to be the case, but regardless of, like, language of origin, that is almost universally... The choice that people make. You know, if you told me to put a dab of whipped cream on something, like hot chocolate, we'll say, I would put an amount. And if you told me to put a dib, I would put a smaller amount than the dab. Are you sure? Because literally the definition is of dib is dab. That's the definition. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> Did you just look it up? It literally is the same word. <laughs> it's not smaller. It's the same thing. It is equal to. God... This... Dang it. 
Uh, yeah, had you not told me that, I would have argued that. This feels like a good time to bring up a debate that, that surfaced last night during Slither. I offer this oh, to damn you it. to weigh in. <laughs> no, because you know what happened earlier? No, no. And you need to hear my game plan. So you ask your question, and then I'm going to explain what happened earlier tonight. So, Jen. Yes. If someone describes something as munchy, food as munchy, or says they have the munchies, does that imply to you any kind of food or food that has some sort of crunch or snap or texture in that crisp way? Am I answering before Meg says a thing? Yes. Um, Would you call, for instance, a slice of cake a munchy? Hey, you're asking a <laughs> former stoner? Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Any food is munchy food. If it's in my fucking home and I'm stoned, any food is munchy food. See, that this was is... my initial train of thought. However, earlier tonight, I came out of my room and went, fuck, I just, like, unironically thought, I have the munchies, I want some chips. And I looked at Red and I went, fuck, I get what Alex said last night. And his reply was, don't tell him that, we'll wait a while. <laughs> and then I go, okay, but if we wait, then I'm going to make this statement like it's my idea. And if Alex remembers, you're going to back me up that he never said this, right? And he was like, yes, because I'm not going to remember this conversation at any point. So. For the record, Red backed me up last yes, night. Yes. yes. Uh, but I'm I'm still firmly in Twinkies is munchies. Oh, Twinkies is like, absolutely yeah, munchies. It yeah. doesn't always imply crunchy to me still like i still agree with that but i did actually have the moment where i was wanting something crunchy although you i'm know, fine with been... a variety of opinions on <laughs> yeah. the epic munchies and put cheetos in vanilla ice cream before so i, I needed that crunchy shit with that my sounds good ice... it's so good it's stupid it's oh. so good there's i hate it there's no way that's good just try it just try it i have cheeto mac and cheese it. downstairs I'm going to be, I do too. <laughs> I'm going to be very honest, Jin. Yeah. In uh, in my current, and I, I call you out here because I know you will back me on this play. In my current ice cream making hobby that I have oh. picked up, multiple times I have thought I need to make just a good chocolate ice cream with a swirl of Cheetos in it. No. Uh, See, no, I, you, you no. lose me at chocolate cheese. Hold chocolate, on. Chocolate, 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 chocolate. No, cheese. chocolate and cheese go perfectly together. Hold, hold on. Granted, I would usually eat one then chase it with the if other, it's like but a, if it's like a swirl of brie in the chocolate ice cream, yeah, I'm here for that. Let's do it. Let's fuck that shit up right now. Um, I don't need marijuana for that. Let's go. <laughs> hold, have you done the or have you seen the one where they put the soy sauce on the vanilla ice cream? Oh, I've done it. Tim, do you know how many times I have thought I should use some of the good Thai chili oil that I have in ice cream? Um, you should. It's so good. No, because that thought would never occur to me. It's so good. It's so good. Like the Szechuan crisp, crispy chili oil. Oh my god. It's so good on ice cream. I think I broke Tim. What planet are y'all from that this would even oh, be a no, thought? Melmac. I, yeah. <laughs> I was this way even as a kid because I remember getting stuff and then my grandmother looked at me at one point and went, I really want to see you pregnant at some point because what the <laughs> fuck are you eating now? So. Yeah, I used to, my snack always used to be ham and grapes, but like I would roll the grapes up in the ham. Interesting. I guess that's not a far, like, pineapple on ham. Grape is. I think, See, I went with like prosciutto and grape. I think. No, this is like. I think. <laughs> what is it? Mar- Mars mascarpone. Frost. Is that how you say it? Mascarpone. Yeah. Mascarpone. Masco- I don't remember how you say it. That's a yeah. Whatever Alex said, they would inject it into strawberries. Mascarpone's great. Like oh. mascarpone ice cream is the fucking best. I've never had that, but that does sound amazing. Uh, there's a Ben and Jerry tiramisu right now that's their oh. mascarpone base. Yeah. Oh they're mas- like they used to have a cannoli. I don't. That's what I know it from. Yeah, the, I, the, the cannoli's still out. Oh, is yeah, it? yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah. seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. I need this. Um, I I don't want to move past the fact that oh, what are the like 
pretzel with cheese in the middle combos. combos. Jin has basically invented charcuterie combos. <laughs> All right. Charcomboerie? I do have to think, especially um, lo- looking at food that we ate in the 90s and early aughts, and like the stuff that was popular that's been discontinued, and you're like, but everybody loved that. It had to be people that were so fucking stoned that came up with some of this stuff, if oh, not yeah. all of it. Oh, yeah. Once again, I'm amazed by how similar our TikTok feed is. <laughs> Probably because I have like 10 waiting from you right now. <laughs> and I have like eight from Matt. I opened it earlier and it was like, you have 20 something. I was like, what the fuck? Meg, where can people find you? Here and at JBC. Alex, where can people find you? On Dawn. After the fifth morning, look to the east. <laughs> and then go to Twitter and type in at AlexLavelle2005 or at Panelology, and you'll find me. <laughs> that was very Usador of you. Jenna, where can people find you? Pretty much anywhere on the internet at Jen Chill or at Jenna Chill with one L. You can find me on Botch Podcast. Um, a bunch of stuff you found me everywhere including probably twitch at this point fun yeah and i am remo beware on twitter and alex are you gonna give imdb a check for a line for us i am i have them pulled up now nice somebody stop me when baby what happened to your face so good. I have been Tim. My name was Alex. I'm Megan. And I'm Jenna. And until then, we fight! Everything I saw.